Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Lorraine Marshall. I'm your host. Podcast is Mindset, Money, Success. And today we have a guest, Denise So. Hello, Denise. Hello, Lorraine. How are you today? I'm great, feeling fine. And you? Brilliant, thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I listened into a podcast that you did recently with another person. And um, I was interested in some of the business things that you do with, um, I think it's to do with uh, looking at how women can have more independent income so that they're not becoming trapped in relationships and so that they can look at contributing to pensions and things like that. Um, Can you tell us a bit about what you do? Yeah, there's two things I'm absolutely passionate about. And they both revolve around finance. I am not a financial advisor at all. I really am not. I can't give you financial advice. But I do know what it's like to be stuck somewhere because you don't have the means to leave. And I do know what it's like to be approaching your pension and realise you haven't got a pension and you're going to have to rely on the state pension, which means you're living pretty much in poverty. Because if I retired today, I'd get 11000 a year. Um, and my lifestyle is more than 11,000 a year. So, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, when I found this out, obviously, I was first of all, it's because I was a foster carer, still am a foster carer, and we were about to adopt our daughter. And I got to, I think it was 55 at the time, started getting those letters from the government that you normally just shove in a bag and put in the cupboard or put under the bed. And then I thought, well, I suppose I ought to read these now. (laughs) And when I it said, you know, check your pension, check your pension. So I did. And yeah, I will. I'm fortunate, actually. I will qualify for the full state pension, which mm. a lot of women won't because yes. of the working trajectory, the way their careers are compared to a man's. And um, I just realized that as soon as I stopped fostering, I was going to lose my income because fostering is self-employed and that within a few years I was going to be at pension age and I didn't wouldn't be able to look after the, myself on the money I was getting let alone this um like young lady as she would be by then with you know um a disability mental health disability I just thought heck what on earth am I going to do so I learned I, I went and retrained as a clinical hyper, hyper hypnotherapist right. <laughs> um soon found myself in the predicament that lots of women find themselves in which is you think you're going to start a business to give yourself some time freedom some money freedom but actually you end up being employed you have employed yourself and you're at but you get worse wages and the boss is terrible doesn't give you any time off (laughs) you know really doesn't let you make sure far too many hours a day and you get no money for it and a lot of women find themselves in that place because there is only one of me and only so many hours in the day. And I got stuck there. Yeah. So again, it's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I can't make a living. I'm going to how am I going to look after myself. And I, I, it freaked me out. It really scared me because at, at that time there was news programs on about about how pen, women pensioners and male pensioners are all dying in poverty and, you know, in the freezing cold of winter. And I didn't want to have to choose between eating and heating you know I thought as just a basic human right we could have a bit of both you know and it looked like that wasn't going to happen yeah so I I sort of 
then taught myself more things. I went into life coaching. I learned about teaching. Um, instead of just having one client at a time, I learned about working in groups, doing group work. And that was the key to it. Yes. But then as I as I researched this area more, I realized that I wasn't alone. There were so many women who are going to end up in that position. Um, and would you like me to tell you why and how that happens? Yeah. Yeah. So the reason is, I like to use my hands, so I use my hands. Um, it's that it's because we are women, and women generally <laughs> have children. Obviously, this this is the the mainstream. There are exceptions to everything, but in this case, most women have children. Most women look after the children while the man goes out to work. I know there are exceptions, but that is the general rule of thumb. Even so, you know, in the twenty first century in this country and the Western world, so. When you both leave school or uni or whenever it is, you start your working life, yeah? And a man goes, bum, 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 and the years go by and he gets some promotions and he gets some money increases, more salary. Um, and he just gently plods on. And, you know, he might move, change jobs, but if he changes jobs, he comes into the new job on the same or a higher salary. Yeah. And he just goes on until retirement. He gets his, oh, used to be a gold watcher, be lucky to get a paperback book these days <laughs> but you know so they, they they reach that point and then they retire um all that time they've been paying into the the company pension or they may have been putting into their own pension as well so that money that they started putting in when they were young has compounded interest boom, 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 boom. and that is where the money comes from that's where that retirement pension comes from you could put in a, a grand a month or two grand a month now at 40 50 60 and you would not get that yeah it's the compound interest that does it mm-hmm. um that is put simply you earn your interest on that little bit of money, that, that £100, let's say. So then you've got 100 and let's say £10. But then you earn interest on £110 without actually putting more in, plus you're putting more in, so you earn money. And then it just goes on and it builds and it builds and it goes very quickly, you know, in those first few years. Now, if you miss out on that, as women often do, um, you haven't got that nice big, you know, um, pension at the end. What women do, they they go, and this is generalised, they go to work, maybe 16, maybe 18, maybe 21, 25, whenever. And then they go to work. So first of all, we come in at a lower level. Now, I'm not going to say we get unequal pay, but we get unequal opportunities to for pay. If you look at the world that's available for women compared to the world that's available for men, mm-hmm. you come in at a, possibly a lower salary. And it's well known that, that there still is pay inequality. And then you you start doing the same thing. You start going up a little bit, up a little bit, up a little bit. But then you meet someone and you fall in love <laughs> and you might get married. Yeah. And you may not notice it when you get married, but some some employers will still not offer you promotions once you start in a relationship. They're not because they're waiting for you to have a baby and not be available to work. Yeah. Yeah. And then you may come back that after your maternity, well, while you're out on maternity leave, you're getting the basic salary. There's no opportunities for promotion and no additional training usually. So you're just there. And most women don't want it. You know, they want to be at home with their baby. There are those rare ones who hand it over to a nanny and go back to work on you know, a week after they've given birth. But most women like to stay at home with their babies until they go, oh, I can't do this. And they go back to work again um, and they carry on again. But they, they, they've already stopped here. 
Mm-hmm. So while that man's going up there, they, they are now down here, yeah? Yeah. So they maybe try and climb the little, you know, promotion ladder again, but then maybe they have another baby. And God help them if they have three, because most women then find they can't actually afford the childcare to go to work. Going to work would cost them more than, than not going to work. All this time this man's pensions doing this and this and this with the money going in and crewing and getting that that compound interest. And the women isn't. The woman isn't. So it's missing out on that compound. It's got breaks in it all the time. Um, and when a, wom- when a woman is at home and perhaps not earning so much, they may need some money. What should we do? Let's raid that pension fund of yours. It's only got a little bit in it. It doesn't matter very much at all. Not realising that even what's there is accruing interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you've got no money or you're, you're, you're hard up and you're you know, feeling the pinch and your pension seems like a million miles away because when you're young and you've got a new family, you don't think that you're going to be a pensioner anytime soon. You, we've got to that age, Lorraine, we know the years just go whoop, and then you're, you're there in a second. But women don't and men don't actually. And so this is how women end up on this lower thing because even when the children are all grown up, and they've gone, you know, they've fled the, flown the nest and the women's go right out and go back to work. A huge percent of them, 65% of them have lost identity. Um, they don't know what they can do. They don't believe what they can give to the working world is worth, they, worth anything. They don't believe they can get a really nice job with a nice income because they've given over all of their ambition and their energy and they've given it to their families and yeah, the, their children and the, and the thing that we it's, it's like i did this myself at an interview once three people in an interview and i said well i'm just a housewife okay well i said this on i think it was this morning it was this morning i said it on my live on, on facebook um and i said the title was you're, I'm useless or you're useless, you're useless, something like that, because this is what we say to her. Oh, I can't do anything. I'm no good. Blah, blah. I, said, I want you just for today, for 24 hours to write down every single thing you do in your home life and your work life. And if you're just a housewife, that's great. You write that down, because I know for me that by seven o'clock, I'd got up before I'd even had my shower. I'd cleaned the loo, and then after the shower, I cleaned the bathroom, and then I'd um, made some beds, and then I'd put some laundry away, and then I'd put some laundry on, and then I'd made sure my son had gone got off to my foster son had got off to school properly with his packed lunch and bag, and had everything he needed for the day. Although I still think he's taken his PE kit out today, and he should have taken it with him. <laughs> um, and and you know, it just. Uh, you do so many things yeah so you're organizing you are time managing you are um planning you know strategic planning as well just to get you your family your partner your children maybe you've got to do as we get older as you will know you're doing more for parents or you have to be there more for parents even if not physically then on the phone or if they can use the internet, then then uh, remotely, and you have to be there for them. So you kind of, as you get older, you swap this this the, the bit with the children. It goes up, 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 up. And if you're fortunate to still have your parents, suddenly it takes over with parents. So the par- you're caring for your parents, but yeah. you're always giving. You're giving and giving and giving. You may have a partner, a long term partner, and somewhere along the line in the relationship. You've become a family. 
Now, it's the children are always the most important. We've got to nurture and keep these kids alive and look after them. So we're doing their dinners. We're making sure they get to their places and we're making sure. So instead of your focus being on your partner and likewise, your partner's focus being on you, you, you just kind of end up on a little treadmill, you know, quite a lot of the time. And hubby comes home from work if it's a hubby or what, whatever your partner is. And they come in and you go through the motions and you do dinner and you get the kids to bed or maybe you go to the gym now and again or the husband might partner might go out and do something else. But in, instead of you doing you, you are doing everybody else and giving nothing to you. Yeah. And at the end of it, as you come through that young child bit, you go, I can't do anything. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm not. I used to be. I used to have these qualifications that were relevant, but now I've not been in the workplace properly for many, many years. I'm not relevant anymore, so I can't do that. I, I can't. I had dreams of whatever it is. I can't do that. Um, and, and, or why would I do that when there are so many people out there who could do it better? Why would anyone pay me, you know, to do that? Yeah. And and they lose confidence. They lose self-esteem. They lose self-belief. Um, so what I do in my work, I, I'm a, I started, as I said, as a clinical hypnotherapist. And I went on to hypnotic life coaching and then life transformation strategy. And I do lots of the things under that umbrella, lots of different modalities of therapy and coaching. Mm. And what I do in my courses and programs is to help those women. They discover just how bloody awesome they are and how much they know. Yeah how much they really do know. And I get them to work at what they enjoy doing out of all those. Because you may be fantastic at something, but hate doing it. I hate cooking. I hate anything domesticated. Completely can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm very good at cleaning and, you know, I, I've never been Mrs. Hinge or anything, but I can't stand it. I can't mm-hmm. stand cooking. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I ironed something willingly. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I'm I'm not that person, you know, as I'm never going to go, right, I'm brilliant at that, so I'm going to make money at that because I'd be miserable. You pick the things that you're good at and that you can yeah. enjoy and you can expand on. Mm-hmm. And I try and teach women this, but not just how to make the money, but I, I use that hypnotherapy and I use those life coaching skills to actually help women rediscover their purpose in life again, rediscover yeah. identity, rediscover self-belief, rediscover um confidence and most of all their value know let them know that they are of value whether it's maybe their kids and partners don't value them very much but out there there are people who will value them and that's where they go i don't necessarily do the teaching about how to, you know what to make money how to do it i can i know how to but i leave that to the people who are experts in that field yeah. there's enough of them out there they don't need me I'll, I'll i'll focus on what i'm really good at which is helping women rebuild that confidence um now the other reason i want to do that is is because there are so when when you and I were just talking about this and it's a position you found yourself in yourself there are so many women who find themselves in relationships now they may be abusive and toxic they may just not be happy um but they can't leave they can't leave because they do not have the financial independence to be able to get up with or with, with their children if they've got them without if not but to go and start again it's not cheap to go and rent somewhere anymore you can't go out and just get somewhere for a few hundred quid anymore it's thousands certainly in yeah. the uk in my town um you know you need at least 1200 pounds just for a miserable little two-bed place so you know you can't just go and do that so 
it's all kind of interwoven together is this financial independence so that you're not living in poverty but also always teaching women that they should have enough money to leave now that doesn't mean they've got to get up and go you know just because her husband pissed them off a bit excuse me if you don't mind like uh, swearing but you know this is real life but big but if or it, their partner could leave them you know the partner may pass away suddenly yeah. or they may yeah. just be dreadfully dreadfully unhappy even though nobody there's no abuse or toxicity going on they might, might just be unhappy mm-hmm. but they're stuck so I want all women to understand that it is crucial and vital that they've got enough money to leave to start again on their own. And that is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for what I was saying, yes, ladies, gentlemen, whoever is watching this, write down every single task you've done today, every single task you've done today, from cleaning the loo to putting the laundry away, every single thing. And you'll see just how much you know, and not just at home, but in your workplace as well. And that's a great, great uh, method to use if you feel like you deserve a raise and you've not been given one. You write down for a week or a month exactly what you do, the tasks you do on a daily basis. Make Really chunk down, make it tiny, how they benefit the company and what you're doing for them. And then you go to them and say, this is what I do. I believe I'm owed a pay rise. <laughs> and you can do that. Because yeah. when you write those down, you'll realise how freaking awesome you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. So what um, you've told us a little bit more about what you help with. So who are your like, ideal clients? Ideally, professional women. I say professional when I say women in a, a, a role uh, who are working women, uh, age between... 35 65 i mean that's the ideal it can be it can be men mm-hmm. because men do get these problems it's just women have more of them because of that child rearing child nature rearing. And domestic yeah. goddess yeah. Yeah. Kid, really, yeah. and the hormones we have men do not have these hormonal changes we have we get hormonal changes when we're in teen years we get them when we have our children we get them after we've had our children when we're heading into our, our later years um and so men don't have that so that's why I focus mostly on women. But men do sometimes lose identity. They lose it, and they go through bad relationships and lose their confidence, confidence as well. Yeah. Um, and and they believe their use is because of what they've gone through or not good enough or whatever. So men are welcome. But my my ideal client are females, age thirty five to sixty five, professional women who are working. I know so many lawyers, dentists, doctors who you would think are confident you would rolling think. confident and rolling in excuse me i've got itchy nose uh, um but they um most of them not not so much doctors because they get national health um pensions but the lawyers and the um dentists and uh, well dentists can be national health but they're self-employed and they burn out really quickly and they it's really high pressure within the national health as well and they want to leave but they think they can't do anything else. A huge amount of solicitors haven't got private pension. A huge amount of doctors haven't got a private pension, although they have got their national health pension, which is quite good compared to the average if they've been there a long while. You know, if they've been there a long while, they've got it now. Not so good if you're joining now. Not so good. Um, but there are a lot of professional women who you would think 
have got it all sorted and have got the knowledge and the know-how mm. to have financial security, and they have I'm, I'm not. So, I'm really surprised. I am. I'm really surprised by that. Yes. Yeah. Lawyers and solicitors, it's a big one, a big yeah. one. Yeah. So, so obviously you're helping with um, a subject which is part of the podcast anyway, mm. mindset. Mindset. Do you believe that's really important to 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 have any sort of success and to make money? It's it's important yeah. to have mindset. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and any our our money mindset comes from our childhood. There's no doubt about that at all. It is one of those things you learn. It's actually starts off a, as a, a value and and a belief in life of as a child, because your parents will tell you stories about money. Now, there are some lucky people who've got lovely parents who go, oh, there's always an abundance of money. You've got to do some work to get it, but you shouldn't work too hard, and then you make your money work for you. But the majority of people have money doesn't grow on trees. There's never enough of it. You've got to work really, really hard to make money. Now, if that were true, all those nurses and cleaners and all the people on the low paid rank, lower ranks of pay – if they work so bloody hard and they have paid a pittance and they've got nothing, so yeah. you can't tell me that working, working hard, hard. No, brings you success and money because it just isn't true. No. Yeah? In fact, I think it's the reverse because the, sometimes yeah. it's the less you work, the more money you earn. Yeah. You've got to do some work at the first place to set those systems up, which is I can teach. I do teach people those on a, a, a basic level, but if they want more detail, I, I send them off to um, other people who do it better than me in terms of teaching. But when you've got that money mindset, it's instilled at a very young age and it's very, very, very hard to, to change it. Now, there are a lot of people, I'm trying to think of some, Denise Duffield Thomas works a lot in mindset and money. Um, you have to just, you have to give yourself evidence that what you're telling yourself and what you've been told from a young age why wouldn't you believe what your parents told you when you were three four five why wouldn't you yeah because you had to trust those people to keep you alive so everything they told you was right we didn't question it so money doesn't grow on trees it's not made of paper we all know that's wrong <laughs> and uh, even though they coated it in plastic it's still paper in the middle um there's not enough only when you see those rich people who appear to be at the same level of society as you. Now, I grew up on a council estate, so anybody in the council house, if they've got money, they must have done something really dodgy to get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what we believed. Yeah. <laughs> only dodgy people get a lot of money or very wealthy people. Everybody else, you get it. If you're lucky enough to get more than you need to survive, it goes really quickly, mm -hmm. never stays around. Easy come, easy go. That's people it. like us, this is the good one, people like us, people like me, or like your parents would say, people like us don't get money. Mm. And we've seen it proven wrong time and time again. It's so we have to think If you're in that mindset, mm. lack and limitation mindset, then it's very difficult to get out because you're telling yourself, I can't do this, I like, that's never going to happen, and you tell, you're telling yourself that. Um, there's other emotions that are in when anything's happened in in trauma and when you've suffered grief and you might have PTSD or whatever, then um, that's another 
um, area that affects your mindset because once anyone's in that low level state, depression, sadness, and this, that, I think it's very difficult to be able to raise your mindset to get yourself out of that position um, in order to start to make a business or make a change. And, you know, and so I think you do need help. So someone like you who has got the business set up is obviously helping people to get through that by changing their mindset and and raising them out of that lack. I don't change their mindset. I help them to realise that they the stories they've been told, the stories they've told themselves mm-hmm. are true. And they can once we go and teach them how to do it properly, and I do that in hypnosis a lot of the time, not always, but in hypnosis, when I do, that's going straight to the unconscious mind and going, hmm, that's not really true anymore, is it? You're, I, I like have a, con- a conversation with somebody else's unconscious mind. So yeah. I'd be sitting to you and say, you, you'd be there in hypnosis sort of dr- drifting off a little bit. And I'm saying, right, I'm talking to Lorraine's unconscious mind now, the part that has these beliefs. And I'll ask it to speak to me. And it will speak to me. Uh, it's hard. You have to find your voice when you're in hypnosis. It sort of drifts off a bit. You can't, you know, so you get the voice back. And then I start asking questions and I ask the unconscious mind, do you understand that what you learned back then when you were a child? It really isn't true anymore. Yeah. And then we go through a process of helping you change that and, and that, that unconscious mind that holds that belief into helping it find a new, better belief. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. And people come through it and they go, Oh well, <laughs> you know, and then they'll go out. And when they used to go, go to the shop and go pick up, I don't know, the luxury biscuits. Oh no, I better not have that. I'll have their own brand. They go, sod it, I'll have that. It's only a few p more, you know. Yeah. And obviously, you've got to be sensible within your budgets. But it's like treating yourself, doing little things. We teach you how to do little things every week to treat yourself in a tiny little way, just to show you that you can spend that money, and it mm. makes you feel good. And your world doesn't fall apart. You can still pay your mortgage, rent, whatever. You can still pay all your bills and do all the things you need. But actually, you've had something that's given you pleasure as well. We build it from there. So, yeah, it's really, really, really important that people can do that. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I look at myself is um, mm-hmm. when I actually started one of my YouTube channels. Uh, it was mm-hmm. all about short affirmational videos, mm-hmm. gratitude, uh, you know, and, and and that type of thing and money affirmations, because yeah. once you start to do affirmations, it's putting it into your subconscious mind. Repetition. That's all it is. You're it's teaching it's repetition. Your... So you've got but you have to you can't just say these repetitions and, and expect it to happen. Excuse me, I've just got such energy. No, <laughs> you can say the repetitions, but you have to feel the emotion of what you're saying, because mm-hmm. you can stand there and say, I am a wealthy person. Money flows to me easily every day. I am wealthy. And yet you're looking at your bank statement and saying you're a couple of grand overdrawn or whatever. You know, you're going, oh, that's not true. I don't, I feel, I feel like a fraud. Yeah. You really have to you've feel it. Have so you, something that you can actually work with as well because you've got yeah. to take the action. It's not just the affirmation, it's the affirmation plus the action. Action, exactly. Yeah. And what I do I, in my, my, um, program so my, my signature program called rediscover you i've got a seven step system called promise the promise so p stands for um purpose and power so that, yep yeah, female yeah. purpose and power 
R stands for relationships, and that's relationships not just with your your spouse or your partner, but with your children, with your parents, with and most importantly with yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, it can be your workplace, you know, like your your work environment as well. You've got to have these relationships and understand what they are. Mm-hmm. And then O stands for options. What options are actually available to you? Because there's more yeah. than you think. I is independence and identity. It's a huge one. Mm-hmm. S is the biggest of all, and it's self. Self-belief, self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth, self-value, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, P-R-O-M-I-S-E is energy. And I'm talking about not just health and wellness energy. I talk about that as well, but also vitality, you know, vitality, spiritual energy. Now, I'm the least woo-woo person ever, but I do understand that, you know, from a quantum physics work that we're all like atoms vibrating everywhere and how we raise that vibration to raise our confidence, to rate, to feel good and make things happen. So that's kind of in a nutshell what my signature, the seven step system within my signature program is. Mm -hmm. And it helps. What's different about mine is I'm not just teaching you money. Oh, I forgot the M, the M is money, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got yeah, I forgot the that that is M, money. M is money. Um, so I'm not just I'm not just teaching money mindset. I'm not just drinking teaching confidence building. I'm not just treat, doing health and wellness. I'm holistic because we don't operate on one little thing we are holistic exactly. and when you do something you change something there it affects something here so you need to learn how to bring it all back into homeostasis into balance yeah. so that's yeah. why i do the whole thing well, that sounds great denise i mean um do you want to give us the promised thing in a, a, a message later then we can yeah we can add it in yeah of course more notes for people listening in yeah, I'll, I'll pop pop your little um, message about with the with the program name and where you can find me and with the the, the what the promise does. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm just conscious we've like running out of time here. Yeah. It's been great to have you on, and uh, maybe once you get yourself sorted and you've got your podcast. It's up there. It's coming. I've got some great guests booked in already. Some world famous guests actually. I'll leave you hanging. Intriguing. (laughs) How about Michael Jackson's ex bodyguard for starters? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 People have been on on Rich House, Poor House, like as the rich families, obviously, not the poor ones. So some of those as well. So yeah, I've got some good, some wonderful, wonderful guests with great stories to tell. Um, And all of them have they've either, have I got enough time just to say them? Either got. Uh, they're doing things that help women do what I'm talking about here, or they have been really inspired by a woman, uh, and maybe the both. Yeah, yeah. So they've got something relevant to what I'm talking about, which is uh, empowering women to be financially independent and and just rediscover their identity. It's very important, actually, that I can resonate with it. <laughs> but uh, that's the type of thing that I'm looking to move into as well. So. Awesome. Maybe we'll do another. Maybe podcast. you'll have to come on my course when the next time it's launched next year. Yeah, <laughs> I will let That's, you know. Yeah, thanks. Okay, thanks a lot, Denise. And Thank you. We'll catch up later. Take care. Lovely to have been here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.